Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And, yep, it's me, Dr. P, joining you here today. What a great, great show we've got planned for you today. I am joined by my sidekick, Mr. Benny Mathers, uh, just pushing all the right buttons. Hello, Mr. Benny. Good morning and a good afternoon over there in the East Coast. Yeah, good everything. Good day. Uh, right. If you're listening in Australia, Good day. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm going to get an email about that. They're going to be like, okay, don't even try to do that. But, yes, our friends in Australia as well. Uh, you know, this is really kind of a cool time. Benny, what are you going to do for the holidays? Uh, stay local uh, pretty much. Uh, not too big plans. Kind of take it easy. I've been working my little tail off around here, so I'm going to just get some chill time under the belt. Chill time is good. Yeah. Are you going to be chilling? chilling? Chilling with anybody special or chilling yourself? Or- oh, you know, the family, you know, they're they're all here locally. So it's just business as usual, I think. Just a little more time with them. Just hanging with the family. Yep. Really cool. Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to doing the same thing as well. Good. Um, you know, I just, you know, did a little, built a little snowman out there. Does anybody know why we built snowmen and not snow women? Uh, that's a really good question. It probably goes back I to the know. days of Frosty the Snowman, you know, and Jimmy Durante and his, uh, yeah. you know, his thing. But, you know, so, that's a good question. Okay. So it's got to be like this. It's got to be like Krusty and Crustine. You know, those are the characters I work with. So it's got to be Frosty and Frostine. Hmm. I don't see the connection. <laughs> <laughs> you can try all you want on that one, but don't see I'll it. I tell you, I just like, I'm trying. Oh, my gosh. Well, we're going to be kicking some stuff up today. We're going to be kicking up some attitude around what it means to plan your career strategies and what does that even mean. Um, Neil Lemlin is joining us here today, and I probably just killed his name, but Benny, you can correct me. Yeah, on it's that. Lemline, actually. Lemline. Neil See, Lemline. I'm giving him a. I'm giving him a whole new name. <laughs> uh, and we're going to be talking about career building and navigating through economic downturn. But honestly. You know, I can't wait to hear from Neil because whatever it is we're going to be talking about, these are strategies that are going to help you for the rest of your life. I mean, these are life decisions around careers that we're making. It's really different when I kind of started out with my career. You actually, I don't think you can even do what I did, and I'm going to have to ask Neil about that. And then, of course, we're going to kick up the attitude as we move forward, uh, talk about healing, talk about attitude, and much more. Neil is joining us here today because he does have a powerful, a powerful, powerful message for everyone. How do we get to pilot? How do we get to actually become the pilot? How do we do that with career strategies? Well, we're going to be talking about 18 of them today. Um, and take that journey as we look at what the background is about. You know, I'm always interested in why someone would take on a topic like this. I know why I do what I do. You know, but he has an extraordinary career, um, and we're going to hear about what that is, what his career was about, what the industry was that he was in, and wait till you hear this. You know, he comes from an industry that people say is more than simply competitive. You know, more about that. And so we're going to talk about, you know, what this means 
for him and what does it mean to have this extraordinary venue uh neil welcome to the dr pat show how the heck are you how are you today thanks for having me i'm doing really well i want to ask you this question because there's so much i could talk with you about in terms of you know your career in terms of what the message is today but here's the question that i ask a lot of people you are quite accomplished um you know you were recruited to work with cbs you have a strong media background you've been involved in some of the you know in most incredible campaigns film camp film campaigns and i've got to ask you now you're here coaching and talking with us about how we can pilot our own careers what have been some of the challenges what have been some of the obstacles that you've had to personally overcome to bring you to the point that you are now right here today really um just taking chances and understanding that even if you have a set career plan in mind that you need to keep your eyes wide open you need to to almost expect the unexpected and that's really what happened to me i had a career going um I did the Madison Avenue advertising, package goods, planning career, and got another opportunity to do a similar line of work, but to move 3,000 miles away to California and declined that opportunity. was very comfortable in what I was doing. And after um, a couple of of, um, more phone calls, I decided to take the shot. And I moved away from New York in my comfort zone, and um, immediately found an opportunity that I never expected. And I think that's one of the key lessons that we, that we deal with in the book, is to keep your options open and to remember that your skills are transferable. And uh, good things happen when you take calculated risks. What was it like working in the industry that you worked in? And, you know, let's tell our listeners a little bit about that. I mean, I, I, I clearly point to the fact that you've had an extraordinary career. Um, I think it mentions in your bio that you've, uh, you know, 100 film marketing campaigns, Star Wars, Aliens, Hunt for Red October, Blues Brothers, and many more. And, you, you know, being in the industry that you're in, you must have seen some incredible changes, not just in, you know, the production end of it, but in the infrastructure of the mega corporations themselves. Well, that's a good point. A lot of um, the change I think we were partly responsible for. When I got into the film business in the late 70s, and Star Wars was the first campaign, uh, the media campaign that I got to work on, um, things were not very sophisticated, and controls on money and spending and targeting audiences for greatest impact um, they weren't real sophisticated, and I had come from a different industry, but with the common denominator being media marketing and mobilizing masses of people to take action, we were able to bring some of those uh, practices and impart them to the film industry, and they worked extremely well. Segmentation, marketing, I don't want to get too technical here, but really zeroing in on audiences and reaching them in new and in very forceful ways and getting them to react. And I was very fortunate because I just walked into um, this unbelievable opportunity um, in, in my first film assignment of Star Wars. So it was a, uh, really what characterizes <clears throat> the industry and those that work in it 
and continues to this day is that when you market film, it, it really is the most extreme um, example of direct response advertising. The money you spend in marketing condensed usually into a two-day, uh, a two-week window against extreme competition, and we're seeing it right now in the marketplace. Um, you really have to close the sale very quickly, and you have that two-week window to, to accomplish it, and then either you, you die or you flourish. Mm-hmm. And with all of that production money behind you and all the marketing money on the line, it's really not for the faint of heart. I can imagine. I'm getting stressed out just listening to you here, Neil. I, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, whoa. And you know, I, I know I have friends in, uh, you know, in LA that are associated with Hollywood as we would get to know it. It's gotta be one of the make, most make or break industries, um, out there given the pressure. And have you learned what it is we're talking about today? Have you learned that from your experience in that industry? Or was there something else that moved you to sit down and say, okay, I've got to sit down, I've got to help and identify some of these, you know, these strategies for people? Well, I think early on, when you get into a career, you know what your strengths are and you know what your weaknesses are. And if you don't have a stomach for um, making key decisions, uh, making midstream adjustments to business plans and marketing plans, and realizing um, that there is a tremendous amount of resource and money on the line, and it's a go-for-broke situation, um, you don't get into it. And if you can't take uh, the pressure, I'm trying to avoid the cliche here, the (laughs) kitchen, but if you can't take the pressure, it really isn't for you. Um, You're on the line 24-7, a picture opens, You've spent lots of money to get people in seats. And if it doesn't work, if the campaign misses, there's screaming and yelling and just brutal pressure on you. And careers are ended very quickly. So you really have to have sort of a taste for it and, um, and a very thick skin. Well, and this is, you know, for those of you listening, this show is very, very timely as many of you are getting ready to navigate your way to new careers or navigate your way through, you know, within the career you have now. My very special guest today is Neil Lemline, and he's joining us here today as the author of Pilot Your Career, 18 Strategies for Career Building and Navigating. And so we're going to talk with him about some of these strategies. Neil, you know, I I, want to ask you, I mean, stepping out and having this conversation about career strategies, you know, was that a surprise to you? Did you surprise yourself that this was something you wanted to write about and something you wanted to do? You know, it, it really did. I had no intention. Um, first of all, I'm not a professional career coach. Uh-huh. Um, I'm, I'm a person who's worked in major media companies, uh, television networks, uh, for CBS, with NBC. Um, I've worked with dot-coms, a uh, few film studios, headed up ad agency entertainment practices in marketing. No intention of writing this type of book. Um, taught a course as an adjunct professor at the Marshall School of Business in Los Angeles, part of USC. And um, one day a a group asked me to address them about career planning and uh, to talk about my experiences, and I did that. 
<clears throat> and I guess a few of them thought uh, there were some nuggets in there, and uh, I was encouraged to write this book. But it was without plan, really, and I really enjoyed the process. Well, we're going to have our listeners enjoy the process along with you. Neil Lemline joining us here today. When we come back, we're going to take a look at what pilot your career really means. You know, is this something that each and every person listening to this show should know about? Is it for the for the new grads? Is it for some of us seasoned people? When we come back, Neil and I are going to, you know, we're going to tackle this, peel back the layers, and understand what pilot really means. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Are you tired of waking with aches and pains? Sick of taking one prescription drug after another? Would you like to take complete charge of your health? At Vitality Chiropractic, Dr. Bonnie Verhunt specializes in all-natural treatments for everything from arthritis to chronic fatigue. For information on how chiropractic can change your life, visit vitalitychiropractic.com or call 206-824-5521. And be sure to listen to Dr. Bonnie Verhunt on The Dr. Pat Show. This is Cheryl Manchester from Positive Changes Hypnosis, and I am here with Becky Miller from Kent, who is another successful client of Positive Changes. Becky, how much weight have you lost since coming to Positive Changes? I've lost 65 pounds. How does that make you feel? It put me back in control. I had no deprivation. If I really wanted something to eat, I would take a couple bites and push the rest away. Was it easy to lose the weight? It was really easy. It made me make better food choices. I didn't give up anything. I think I will really keep this weight off forever. How has losing the 65 pounds affected your health? My cholesterol is lower. I'm off my blood pressure medication. My knees don't hurt anymore. My back doesn't hurt. I feel awesome. Make a lasting change in your life. Call Positive Changes in Bellevue at 888-311-7157 to schedule a free consultation. That number again is 888-311-7157. Did you know that nearly 60,000 dogs and cats are euthanized every year in western Washington? Posado's Safe Haven Space Station, a state-of-the-art mobile vet clinic, travels to the areas that need help the most. Posados is reducing the number of unwanted animals by making spaying and neutering easy, safe, and inexpensive. To check the space station schedule or to read more, please visit PosadosSafeHaven.org. That's P-A-S-A-D-O SafeHaven.org. New Spirit Journal helps readers create abundance in all areas of their lives. Their articles don't just talk about theories that sound nice. They give you practical information you can use to turn those theories into practice. Available at over 500 locations in Washington and Idaho, New Spirit Journal is more than just a newspaper. It's your guide to the life you want to live. New Spirit Journal can also be read online at NewSpiritJournal.com. Optimize your breast cancer screening without any radiation or pain. Effective, sensitive, and widely used thermal imaging in Europe is now available to you here in the U.S. Using state-of-the-art FDA-approved camera, Eastside's first and only breast thermography clinic is now open in Bellevue. Safe, sensitive, low cost, no referrals needed. Contact Holistique Medical Center at 425-451-0404 or on the web, drdarvish.com. Baby, 
Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Neil Lemline joining us here today. Pilot your career, 18 strategies for career building. Yeah, this is a this is kind of a show that you may want to be paying attention to a little bit. You know, take it from somebody that knows, worked in one of the most competitive industries on the planet, pretty much, and decided to put together a book which enables all of us to take a look at some strategies that will last us a lifetime. Neil, I got to thank you for joining us here today and thank you for taking on this topic. You know, let's start with this idea of pilot your career. I mean, most people that have grown up sort of in old school didn't really think that they were in control of their careers at all. Many of the folks that are now entering the workplace feel that they have to be completely responsible you know, is there middle ground here, or what does pilot your career really mean? Well, there is definitely middle ground, um, and as we as we discuss in the book, anyone joining the overall workforce, even in this, this horrific time, needs to have a career plan with milestones, um, an appreciation of their strengths and weaknesses, and what possible niche that might lead them to. But one of the points we make in the book, which, which I continue to think is very interesting, is that some people make such a well-defined, tightly defined plan with milestones that they actually become victimized by their own plan, constrained by um, labels and, and, and goals. And one of the key points of the book, and it's been my own experience, is that you need um, to really keep your eyes open. We use a metaphor in the book. Um, we call it the GPS for corporate America. It's as if you're setting a GPS um, in your car um, for your career journey. Um, and, and along the way, you need to be aware of and take advantage of detours that might turn up um, that will yield unexpected benefit. And that was my experience exactly. In fact, the chapters aren't chapters in the book. We call them coordinates. Um, just to run down a couple, in the beginning, set your course with the right coordinates. Coordinate two, prevent career goals from becoming obstacles to achievement, that irony I described. Career uh, Coordinate three, make yourself invaluable to the organization, and so forth and so on, um, through the self-branding process, which is laid out in detail. Another very important part of this, and something that really enhances the journey through the career landscape, is understanding the corporate culture that you're entering, that you're in, that you want to be in, um, being totally invested and one with your job, blurring the line between work and your personal life so that it's almost one, um, being totally invested. Um, being what I call a key performer and not a passive participant. So there's a lot in there, and again, it's all based on my personal experience with these major corporations. And I was very fortunate also because having worked at all these companies in senior management positions, I was able to really guide and shape a lot of careers, and I've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm. So all of that hopefully comes across uh, pretty specifically in the book. Well, it does. It not only does it come across, but what you're talking about, Neil, is what I call the lost conversation when it comes to career and career planning. You know, it used to be that we had big conversations about corporate culture. 
and subcorporate culture. And I think we should spend a minute and talk about that, especially in the context of the way you refer to it in the book. But the, the important conversation is, you know, would most of us get married with now not understanding anything about the personality, the person we're going to be married to? But yet we enter in organizations and we don't take a snapshot of what the personality of the organization is, or more importantly, you know, what it is you're saying yes to. How, how important is that research on corporate culture today? It's all important because every, every company that I've worked for, um, whether it was an advertising agency or a television network or a film studio, has its own, to some extent, its own identifiable culture. Mm-hmm. And if you enter that situation, like entering a marriage, as you put it, um, without understanding those nuances, you may do a terrific job but may never feel entirely comfortable given the nuances in the culture you're in. So I think it's important to understand it up front so that you can be sure you can comfortably fit into it. And being comfortable, I mean, let's say it translates into um, performing well. So I think you're right on the money. So let's talk about branding. I shared with you a kind of like a funny story during break where I think it was last holiday season. I'm probably going to get to, um, you know, have the same experience this holiday season, Neil. Um, But it was about branding. And we were sitting kind of, you know, after dinner conversation. and, And the conversation came up about the Dr. Pat show and how did you get to name it? And, you know, are you like Dr. Laura? And, you know, so it was a kind of conversation about branding. And I said to the, uh, you know, the, you know, my young nephew, well, you know, you're going to have to think about branding. And he immediately snapped at me and said, no, I'm not. I'm going to go work for a corporation. And I said, wow, you don't think you have to have that kind of identity. And he said, what do I need that for? And I wanted you to weigh in on that for me. Well, really the cornerstone of the book is about um – evolving your identity in in uh, the career landscape so that you can maximize your, your opportunities for success. And perhaps I'm slave to the metaphor, having worked in marketing and branding for so long, but I really see everyone out there as a brand. And, and let's face it, there are several types of brands. There are emerging brands, um, which need honing and sweetening to, to, to really come to fr- fruition. There are test brands that are preparing for a market rollout and um, in a constant uh, state of correction so that they can do the best they can, they can be the best they can be. There are worn-out brands, uh, in this case people that have been in jobs for too long and are burned out, and they need sort of a new and improved overhauling. Um, there are discovery brands exploding into the marketplace, just being noticed with absolute, you know, magnificent potential. Everyone out there can assign themselves to one of these brand types. And that is really the first step in this self-branding process. Well, it was kind of an interesting question for me when, you know, I was asked, are you like Dr. Laura? I mean, what I had to say is, Gee, I don't know. I don't know, Dr. Laura. I mean, and so it's an interesting question, which got me to think a little bit about, you know, I mean, who is Dr. Pat? And certainly after reading your book, I'm really looking at it differently. But what is that? And, and you know, my, some of the listeners don't even want me to refer to it as a brand. 
But what does it stand for, I guess, is the question I want to ask you, Neil. You know, doesn't brand represent what an entity stands for? Absolutely. It's all of the associative values that people immediately think of when you name a brand. And that's exactly what we're driving at um, as far as making this relevant to someone evolving a career. And, I mean, there are steps involved, and I can try, if you want me to, I can very generally tell you what steps are. Please. You know, I think they're invaluable. The first step, as we've discussed, is really determining your brand type. And that's based on where you are in your career and what your goals are. Um, the second step, in general, very general terms, is for you. And the whole thing, by the way, relies on brutal honesty. Mm. If you can't be brutally honest with yourself, looking at yourself in the mirror about where you are and, and how you're perceived, um, the, the exercise really won't work. So you really have to strip away all your inhibitions and be totally honest with yourself. <clears throat> what's the question that I get to ask myself in this, Neil? What would be that que- What's the question that I would ask myself? Or maybe I want to ask Benny. <laughs> well, I'll just run through these, and then we can relate okay. it. Okay. Whomever. Um, the first thing you have to identify are, in your role, in your career goal, what are the key or ideal brand attributes that you want to be known for? And are you positioning yourself against those attributes or with them? Um, Are you detail-oriented versus blue sky uh, conceptual? Um, You know, are you verbally uh, effective as a communicator or are you better suited to a written form of communication? Are you a a great management person or are you better uh, in a hands-on position? I mean, they're very, you, you can make legal page lists of these attributes, but you need to take the time as an individual to identify what those ideal brand attributes are. Really, and then the third step is to evaluate where you are. And um, you need to compare the ideals against where you are, and that's where the honesty is really important. Well, Neil, let's take a short break because I want to go over this in detail. I mean, really being honest about where we are is, I'll tell you, you know, kind of got myself in trouble along the way. Uh, And yet this is such an important conversation. You lay this out so brilliantly. I completely love it. This is a must-have book for those of you out there trying to get through the maze of career strategies. It is laid out in such an easy-to-understand way that you can relate to, and there are some ways to have fun with this. Neil Lemline joining us here today, Pilot Your Career. When we come back, we're going to hear more about the strategies, but more importantly, I wonder if he's going to ask me and Benny some tough questions. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. You heard about it last year. You even thought about entering, but didn't. Now, life is giving you a second chance, announcing your second chance to change from the inside out with Dr. Pat's 2010 Holistic Makeover. So get on board. Winners will embark on a journey to make powerful change with the help and support of an entire team of coaches. Want to be a winner? Fill out the survey and tell your inspired story and how you plan to pay it forward. Go to drpatsmakeover.com. That's drpatsmakeover.com. 
Hi, this is Anna Luque, author of The Yogurt Diet. Based on scientific research, this lifestyle has been carefully formulated to promote weight loss and boost the immune system. The Yogurt Diet will help you achieve overall balance and radiant health, even if you suffer from lactose and gluten intolerance, yeast infections, digestive problems, and more. Consuming yogurt daily is an excellent way to optimum health and ideal weight. And the yogurt I recommend is Greek God's Greek Yogurt. So thick and creamy. Greek God's yogurt is simply yogurtlicious. Greek God's yogurt is full of probiotic bacteria, good for overall health. And it's made with all natural ingredients in the same tradition yogurt has been made in Greece for centuries. Try the Greek God's popular honey yogurt or the tangy yet subtly sweet pomegranate. Don't forget to try the new Greek God's kefir cheese spread. Great for dips or as a healthy substitute for sour cream. Be happy. Go Greek. Experience the myth. Have you ever wanted more for yourself or your family? Are you prepared to take your life to the next level? Have you ever had that feeling or heard that little voice telling you that you can be so much more? Let Empowerment Psychic Linda Dickinson help you to embrace your own power. Visit Linda at InMyFuture.com or call 800-206-9096 for your private session and start living your life to the max. Be sure to listen to Linda Dickinson on The Dr. Pat Show and call in to connect with your guides. It's a new day. Join intuitive coach Dawn Marie Stansfield every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific on the Dr. Pat Show Network. Dawn Marie focuses on the self-empowerment of individuals by examining present-day circumstances. She offers practical tools you can use to help overcome difficult situations and move forward on your life path. Learn more at dawnsvision.com and catch It's a New Day with Dawn Marie Stansfield Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific. Visit thedrpatshow.com for show listing. Remember, for our dogs and cats to live long and happy lives, just like people, they are what they eat. Wellness carefully selects wholesome ingredients to create food you can trust to provide the foundation of your pet's well-being. True wellness means every ingredient has a purpose in every recipe they make. You can trust the quality of all ingredients in wellness from their source to your pet's bowl. Visit wellnesspetfood.com to find a pet specialty retailer near you. Wellness natural food for pets. This is where true wellness begins. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. For more information about us, you know, go to our homepage, www.thedrpatshow.com, or simply go Dr. Pat Live. We keep updating our holiday page where there's a link right there on the homepage for you to go to. Free coaching sessions are being given um, by several of our brand new coaches uh, and lots of information. Um, and I'm not kidding, free coaching sessions. You have to go to the drpatshow.com website and click on the candle picture right there on the homepage or, and get yourself involved. Give a gift that's not going to cost you anything this year. It's called Pay It Forward. It's an incredible opportunity. Um, our sponsors have opened their hearts and have really, really brought a conversation to the table about having a great, great holiday and making this open 
for all of us to give as well. Joining me today is someone that knows a lot about giving. Neil Lemline is joining me, the author of Pilot Your Career. Spent most of his career um, in, in a very, very competitive market, the film industry. And we've shared a little bit of that. But now what he's done, he's created an incredible blueprint to bring career conversations to contemporary times. The old career strategies and blueprints don't work anymore. What are we going to learn from what, uh, you know, what Neil has put together and how is that translating to helping people all ages, all parts of their career, whether you're new to the market or you're kind of like me, dabbling and getting back in and getting back out. Neil, thank you for joining us today. I want to finish the conversation, but before I do, could you please give our listeners your website? Sure, it's uh, www.aroundthebendmedia.com. And the book, by the way, is available. The easiest way is through Amazon.com. Okay, let's get back to this conversation we were talking about, and we were kind of sharing some strategies, and we were also talking about branding and culture. Um, it, you know, what is it that you've learned that many of us don't really know and understand today? You know, some of us are kind of living in ancient career planning history. But what are the questions, as I said before the break, that Benny and I and others should be asking ourselves? Well, I, I think that one thing that a lot of people overlook, which really could be a limiting factor, is that your basic core expertise, those characteristics that make you good at what you do, are very transferable. And people tend to pigeonhole themselves based on where they are in their career. You know, so-and-so is a financial services professional. So-and-so is a automotive uh, professional. Um, someone's great in the software sales area. Well, if, if you're a good salesperson with a little tweaking and a little extra knowledge and work, you can be a great salesperson in any industry. And I think that transferability... Um, people need to recognize is something that will take them from industry to industry um, and give them increased mobility, which I think is vitally important, especially in this economy where you need to be on your toes and, and ready to move. Well, and, and this is really part of how we get ready for things. Is there a... Is there some confusion, and I want to ask you this question because I really have grappled with this myself, is there confusion with being independent, managing one's own career? I mean, isn't there like a term protein career something or other? Isn't there a little confusion between encouraging employees to do that, to be that, and at the same time asking them to be loyal and committed? Well, I think there's a, a duality there, and we do talk about it in the book. Um, you should have a career plan. The plan should be very specific, almost flow-charted on a calendar. You ought to have information on how long it takes in the culture you're in to be promoted and have a, have a real set schedule for where you want to be at a, any given point in time as you move up the ladder. But you also, and I, we also stress that you should be a tireless self-promoter, not in an obnoxious way, but you ought to make it known. Um, you ought to make your key accomplishments known to management, to peers, to people in the industry, 
that's part of the branding process. But the, the sort of contract that you have with your employer is that you do these things simultaneously with furthering the objectives and the agenda and the, and the progress of the company you work for. You know, I, I firmly believe that you need to be loyal to your company while you're there and um, further um, advance the, uh, the goals of the company while you satisfy your own career goals. This is really sort of, um, you know, the finesse that we're asking employees to learn. And um, I wanted to ask you sort of about the, uh, what I call the changing of the guard. Um, many folks, especially in the baby boomer uh, generations, have grown up with a different model of employment. The model of employment that says, you work hard here and I'll reward you in the end uh, through what many people believe is a pension, uh, benefits, and so forth. Um, and, and there are still some organizations and company that's companies that still like to hold on to that model, at least for what they represent. But then there was a repeal of that agreement, so to speak. And so I would ask you, in your book and the strategies you suggest, what is the new agreement? How do you talk with people? And what do you recommend we believe about the companies we work for? I think um, the answer to that is that everyone realizes, both employee and employer, that we're in a very dynamic situation, made even more dynamic. And by dynamic, I mean movable. Um, everything's in motion. That, you know, the, the old school notion that I'm, I'm going to be here forever, my company's going to take care of me, um, no longer really applies because situations beyond our control, um, namely the economy, um, dictate that we always be ready and we be more mobile. Employers and employees both realize that, and really our strategies are based on that realization that you need to brand your career, you need to be out there, you need to project a certain image, you need to be willing to transfer your skills, um, you need to survive. It's almost corporate Darwinism. You need to survive in a very difficult time. And that's what makes the self-branding process, I think, even more critical. And, and you know, I can't stress enough um, understanding the corporate culture you're in, because they are all different. And in order to thrive for as long as you're going to be there, you need to understand that and the types of people that comprise that culture. So when I look at the questions that I want to ask myself, and believe me, I, I am very fortunate that I've been able to maneuver to a place where I am today, a completely different career. You know, you talk about this level of flexibility. I want to address that with you in, you know, from two different perspectives. One, we've just talked about the flexibility in terms of, you know, things coming up where you may not belong part of that organization anymore. But let's talk about the flexibility that one needs to have while within an organization. Jokingly, a manager said to me a couple of years ago, you know, I don't mind giving you this information to this survey because chances are I'm not even going to be in this job in a month. <laughs> and I, I, and I, I looked at him and I said, you know, you're probably right. How is it that we coach our employees to handle that level of change? I, I think it just has to, to 
do with flexibility. There's also another sort of phenomenon that I've recognized um, because it's happened to me and I've seen it happen to other people. Um, at all costs, you want to avoid um, sort of career boredom, which leads to burnout and ultimately wow. death in a job. Yeah. And, and there's nothing more terrifying than being bored in a job and looking at your watch and uh, being in a position of, you know, you can't wait to get out of there. Um, the, the phenomenon that I'm talking about is, and we talk about it in the book at length, is that you need really to raise the bar on yourself. And it, it's easy to get into a comfort zone and, and be predictable and, and pretty much understand what deadlines have to be met and what's expected of you. But I think um, you bring the best out of yourself, especially when you're starting to burn out um, due to boredom in a, in a position. You raise the bar. You take on new responsibilities. You ask for more. Because the self-doubt that you may have when you accept the increased responsibilities um, makes you rely more on the inner confidence that you have, your own built-in work ethic. Um, and what this results in, more often than not, is overperformance. Um, you achieving things that you didn't know you had in you. New intellectual stimulation, creating a greater performance and and creating more innovation and creativity. It's like the, you know, the, the mother with a child pinned under the car that's pumped with adrenaline and lifts the car up to free your child. You need to get yourself in that position. Uh, it may sound corny, but you need to constantly be challenging yourself so that you're always intellectually invested in the position. That will bring out the best in you. And that and will... This is enhance everything else that you do. And that's really what we're looking at here in this conversation, which is 21st century. You know, we're talking about Pilot Your Career. My very special guest today, um, wow, Neil Lemline is joining me here on the show. You know, what does the economic condition have to do with any of this? When we come back from break, you know, Neil will address that. You know, is there a different behavior we need to have now? What about all of the folks that are either living in fear of losing their jobs or have lost them already? Is there a new career strategy for them? Well, Neil is here to talk about that and much more. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Reach your full potential and increase energy with the superfood of the Inca, Maca Magic. Maca naturally balances hormones, relieves symptoms of PMS, menopause, and erectile dysfunction. Maca increases energy, stamina, and endurance without caffeine. Visit MacaRoot.com. That's M-A-C-A Root.com. Call 541-846-6222. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Is it possible to change your physical destiny in just one hour without suffering or willpower? Cat James says yes. Hear what transformed Cat and others as you jumpstart your own freedom from the boot camp body and beauty myths with pioneering experts and real-life stories. Cat will get you off the merry-go-round so you can get serious about self-transformation. Are you ready to be transformed? Catch the Cat James Show Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific on the Dr. Pat Show Network. Visit thecatjamesshow.com. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? 
Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Do you suffer from insomnia, body aches, fatigue, brain fog, digestive problems, weight gain, or anxiety? You may be dealing with unmanaged stress. The stress detective looks for the hidden messages within your stress and partners with you to create a wellness program to dismantle stress from the inside out. Learn to manage your stress and you can stop illness in its tracks. Call Susan Tyler at 888-629-4949 or visit stressdetective.net. Now is the time for you to create the life you want to live. Tap into unlimited possibilities and be the masterpiece you're meant to be. Hi, I'm Dr. Melody Ivory, your personal growth expert and co-host of the Breakthrough Interview Series, Step Into Your Full Greatness on the Dr. Pat Show. With the eye of an artist, the heart of a poet, and the brilliance of a scientist, I'll show you how to dig up the road, pave the road, walk the road, and be the road to your full greatness. I'll tell you what the secret didn't tell you, which myths hold you back, and what hidden talents and skills you need to thrive in these challenging times. I'll help you easily transform your life from the inside out. Now is the time to get to where you really want to be, and I'm here to help you get there. Listen to Step Into Your Full Greatness on the Dr. Pat Show and go to MelodyIvory.com for free articles, poetry, and affirmations. That's MelodyIvory.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Yeah, this is a conversation which is near and dear to my heart, having been fired from every job I've had. Um, And so how do we learn this? Penny, I understand we may have a a caller or someone that wants to chime in. Yeah, we have a a listener with a comment. Melissa is calling in from Seattle. So, Melissa, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. What's on your mind? Hi, you guys. Thanks so much, and uh, happy holidays to everyone. Hey, happy holidays. Um, I just tuned in a few seconds ago, and I don't really know much about what's being said, but I did hear the words difficult, survive, losing jobs. And I think what's really um, important to remember right now, the way I see it, and I work with people all the time who, I, I work with money and I work with people who are, who are, you know, quote, losing their jobs or losing the way that they used to live. Um, and it's been an amazing transformation that's happened in the last, you know, especially four to five years. I think what's important to remember is that this time is what we have asked for. We have worked for this for the last, I don't know, eight or nine decades. Um, And what is happening is that we are no longer trapped the way our parents were, the way our grandparents were, uh, the way a lot of professionals um, were and kind of still are, some of them, a very small percentage. This is a time that we have evolved to and we've worked to have this. The opportunities that we have to create what we want, to be who we are, and to be who we are in the workplace are amazing. It's, un- it's unbelievable what we can do. So I, I kind of, um, I think the words that it's difficult, we need to survive, we need to be marketable, we need to be, you know, aware of losing our jobs, all those things are kind of like, well, okay, but get this, your immune system is stronger, now you have all these things that people didn't have before, and 
you have the ability to create something, a legacy for your children or for the people that you know or mentor that just absolutely was not possible, and we can be excited about it. It looks kind of dim at times, but that's the way it goes when you are building something new. And believe me, if I didn't think that we asked for this, I would be completely panicked, but I'm not. I think this is a time where people have worked at jobs for, you know, decades and gone, wait a minute, I'm not getting what I want, even though I didn't do what I wanted. Now is a time where people can say, oh, hey, you know what, maybe I should just do what I want. And I think that is the amazing thing that's coming out of all this. That it's, And it isn't just happening and coming out of it. We have asked for this. That's really funny you say that because Neil and I were going to talk about just this topic, Melissa, that you're referring to, uh, and I want you to stay on the line. Uh, one of the things that I know for sure every change I've ever made in my mm-hmm. career, whether I thought at the time I asked for it or not, I had asked for it. But I would like Neil to chat with you a little bit because sure. this is exactly what we were going to talk about. It, you know, this is a time where we get to be reborn in a sense. The question then becomes, what is it that we we should know what are some of the tools we should have in our toolkit that perhaps somebody that's been working for one or two companies may not have you see what i'm saying melissa Mm -hmm. yep sure neil what do you want to say i think that um it's a very very strong point that you make melissa i think um whenever i've run into someone who has had to leave a situation a position or realize myself that you know i'm not going anywhere here i need to leave um, if you can separate the economic, the the dire um, impact that 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 kind of leaving might have, it is a very exciting time because the whole world is out there. If you can transfer your skills, if you can fall in love based on the homework and analysis that you can do for a new business category or segment, it's great. It, it's wonderful. It's a whole new adventure, and I think that's a very positive way to. to to look at it. But again, uh-huh. I mean, the, the realities are that when you're in a position that you do like and there is a downsizing or a cutback and you're suddenly out there with a month's worth of medical benefits and two weeks severance or a month or whatever it is, it's hard to see it as a wonderful adventure. So, you know, there is some balancing you need to do mentally when you approach um, the, the new frontier. Absolutely. I think one of the um, other things that, that mm-hmm. um, I mean, I think you said we've asked for this. We have asked for it um, in terms of freedom of choice and um, being able to go after this new frontier. But I think what we need to do to prepare for it initially is to become specialists and not generalists and to develop core skills that are transferable. Oh, I I definitely agree. You know, I go to Antioch, or I went to Antioch, I graduated from Antioch University, and one of the things I think that can happen in some of these schools that are, you know, alternative or like Evergreen State College, what they really need are some business classes, they need economics classes, and they need classes absolutely, most of all, I believe that they need um, a class to teach you how to have your own business. but I think at the core of all this, um, you know, just like how, I mean, I think right now is a good time, although I don't think it's happening very much, like with the issue of gay marriage. I think that, you know, I'm gay, and I think that the, the question of does marriage really work, you know, this is a great time for people to start asking that question, does this really work? What is it that I can do, and who am I as a person, and what, why am I here? 
and then build from there. I think it was uh, the other way around where people were like, what can I become to be in the marketplace? And now I think it's different. Um, and I, I really truly believe that we need to put our money where our mouth is. If we're saying build it and they will come, that's what we need to do. We need to believe that and go out there and, get, like you said, get those skills. And I think schools and things need to adapt around that thing because, you know what, it doesn't matter what you're doing. I don't care if you have a campaign or if you're trying to, uh, you know, change the world. It does take money and it takes, it takes uh, energy, and those are the things that we need to focus on. But first realize we're a person first. Who are we? Go from there. And I think that opportunity was not available about 30 years ago. Absolutely not. As a matter of fact, Melissa, one of the things that you're talking about that's near and dear to my heart is, you know, the academic system and what we're actually taught in school and management classes. You, you know, I went through not very long ago, and, you know, my biggest debate was challenging, you know, my my faculty members to say, you know what, these theories worked 30, 50 years ago. Those theories don't work now. And it's really part of all of us being able to step up and challenge certain assumptions right now. And I, I think, I, you know, for many of us, what you're talking about really is an act of courage. I'm so glad that you called into the show. I really appreciate um, you having this show because I think there are a lot of people out there that are scared. They are wondering what's going on. Um, and I, I think that along with the challenge that cooperation is needed and, um, and also the idea that, um, you know, let's, let's really let's get behind what we are wanting to do, who we are, and where we want to go. Because if we can really do that and stop, you know, criticizing, a lot of people want to say, oh, it's corporate America, corporate America is bad, all this stuff. Hey, these are the people that are employing you. Okay, these, this is the structure that we have right now to work with, and until we can step over into another structure where you are in control of your, you know, future benefits, whatever, um, work with what you have and move toward what you want. Thank you, Melissa. Thank, Thank you, you so much. You have a much. great day. All right. You, you have a too. Great day. Thank you. Uh, Neil, wow. Uh, wasn't it great? Melissa just chimed in and, and helped us finish that segment. We were going to talk about that exactly, weren't we? Yeah, I think, you know, one of the key points that came out late in that um, dialogue was that, um, you know, institutionally on the, on the academic side, there needs to be a true balance between the theoretical yep. and the practical. Yep. Um, very often, especially in business courses, the theoretical um, is overemphasized and students get out in the workplace, they don't know how to apply it. Um, I know that in the courses I've taught in the past, my specific goal was to have people leave the the course and, and be eligible to, to get into a specific job in the entertainment industry and put a campaign together to understand the know-how, the practical application of those theories. Uh, I really enjoyed her making that point. Well, I did too, and I enjoyed having you on the show. I want to thank you, Neil. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please give your website out one more time. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I've totally enjoyed it and getting to know you, and, and it's been terrific. It's www.aroundthebendmedia.com, and the information on the book is there. And uh, I would welcome anyone to read the book and get in touch with me personally if they want to go through any of the principles. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Neil, for joining us here today. And as I told Neil, we have the best listeners on the planet. Thank you, Melissa, for joining in on that conversation and reminding all of us 
that opportunities are abundantly available. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show.